0: Okay. Good evening brothers and sisters.
1: Uh
0: happy Waysup day. All y'all this evening? This is the Wesak if. Waysak if. So are y'all having anything on tomorrow? So are y'all joining us for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we stop at page hundred of the book in the Buddha's words. Uh, huh? Oh, tomorrow? Huh. Okay. okay. Good. So there was this. Uh, this uh, at the start last week. We went through how um, the Buddha uh, was having some conversation with uh, with the uh, with the Brahmins, and there was this young Brahmin uh, called Kapatika. Kapatika. yeah. And so there's this um, round of back and forth questions. Yeah. So you stop at paragraph 21. No hmm. oh, paragraph anyone so uh the previous paragraph uh, was highlighted by the Buddha that despite all the different approaches, there's still no final arrival at truth yeah so there's uh there is only discovery of truth so here uh, Kapatika then addressed the Buddha further. In that way, Master Gotama, there is the discovery of truth. In that way one discovers the truth. In that way we discover we recognize the discovery of truth. But in what way, Master Gotama, is there the final arrival at truth? In what way does one finally arrive at truth. We asked Master Gotama about the final arrival at truth. The final arrival at truth, Brahmajja, lies in the repetition, development and cultivation of those same things. In this way Brahmajja, there is the final arrival at truth. In this way that one finally arrives at truth. In this way, we describe the final arrival at truth. Uh, Andrew?
2: In that way, paragraph 22.
0: Uh, okay. uh,
2: in that way, Master Gautama, there is the final arrival at truth. In that way, one finally arrives at truth. At truth. In that way we recognize the final arrival at true. But what Master Gutama is most helpful for the final arrival at truth? We ask Master Gutama about the things most helpful for the final arrival at truth.
1: Striving uh, is most Luis Striving is most helpful for the final arrival at truth. Uh, sorry, call if one does not strive, one will not finally arrive at truth. But because one strive, one does finally arrive at truth. That is why striving is most helpful for the final arrival at truth. But what, Master Gautama, is most helpful for striving? We asked Master Gotama about the mo- the thing most helpful for striving.
0: Okay. Lorin? Yeah. Scrutiny is. No, no. Lorin, uh, oh, sure. go. Okay. You got the mic?
1: Scrutiny is most helpful for striving, Bharavacha. If one does not scrutinize one they will not strive. But because one scrutinized one strives. That is why scrutiny is most useful for striving.
0: Okay, so uh so there's this whole series of different uh different kind of uh effort, different kind of steps, yeah. So, the question, what is most helpful for the final arrival at truth? So, striving. Striving is most helpful for the final arrival at truth. Yeah, so, uh, then what is most helpful for striving? Yeah. So, we have one leading to the next. Scrutiny. Scrutiny is most helpful for striving. Then, what supports scrutiny? Yeah. So, Pulan, paragraph 24. But,
1: but, but what, Master Gotama, is most helpful for scrutiny? We ask Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for scrutiny. Application of the view is most helpful for scrutiny. If one does not apply one's will, one will not scrutinize. But because one apply one's will, one scrutinize, scrutinizes.
0: One scrutinizes.
1: One scrutinizes, the why right application of the will is not helpful.
0: It's for, most helpful. Uh, that is why right application of the will is most helpful for scrutinize. Thank you. Yes.
1: Mm. Okay. But what Master Gautama is most helpful for application of the will? We ask Master Gautama about the thing most helpful for application of the will. Desire is the most helpful for application of the will. Bara, Baja. If one does not arouse desire, one will not apply one's will. But because one arouses desires, one applies one's will. That is why desire is most helpful for application
0: of the will. Thank you. Yeah, so, um, the the word desire here, it means, it's not the, talking about the desire for worldly things, for sensual pleasure. Here is desire for seeking the truth. Yeah. So then, if you look at the whole series, then it makes sense that only when you have desire for it, will there be application of the will. And then, as you apply yourself, will you go and... Examines, yeah, you know, scrutinizes to examine very closely, yeah, what exactly you are observing, the the teachings and so on. Then only when you do that, will it, uh, as you scrutinize yeah, then as you scrutinize, you understand it better. Then it will support your striving, yeah. Then will you arrive at the truth? You know? So if you come back again, so. Uh,
1: paragraph twenty six, um, but What um, Master Gautama is most helpful for desire. He ask Master Gautama about the thing most helpful for desire. Accepting the teachings as a result of controlling them is most helpful for desire. If one does not accept the teachings as a result of controlling them, desire would not spring up. It. Because one accepts the teachings as a result of controlling them desires being sort. That's why accepting the teachings are
0: the result upon doing them smooth really no for the for desire. Thank you. Good. Yeah, so uh um, the supporting condition for desire that means uh you feel good towards the teaching. Yeah. Uh is is basically that you must have pondered over the teachings. Yeah. Um Then and then because of that pondering, that means you think about the teachings, you reflect about it, you don't just listen but you reflect about it. And then uh you come to the point where you accept it. Uh, So that initial acceptance of it yeah generates desire. Yeah, desire for it. Desire for the practice, desire for the for the goal described in the teachings. So but what, Master Gotama is most helpful for accepting the teachings as a result of pondering them? We seek Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for accepting the teachings as a result of pondering them. Examination of the meaning is most helpful for accepting the teachings as a result of pondering them. Brahmaja, If one does not as- examine their meaning, one will not accept the teachings as a result of pondering them. Because one examines their meaning, one accepts the teachings as a result of pondering them. That is why examining, examination of the meaning is most helpful for accepting the teachings as a result of pondering them. So this is uh, examining examination of the meaning of the teaching. Yeah. So uh after we hear the teaching, that's why in class you uh always highlight that you need to go and examine it. Yeah, mm-hmm. cannot just listen and then just jump to accepting. Yeah. That kind of acceptance is just like mm-hmm. Or because Sufu says so, or because Buddha says so. Yeah. But if you examine it and then through that examination you find that hey it seems to make sense. Yeah, then your acceptance is very strong. Oh. so Anath partner that you You've been there before?
1: Yeah. Oh okay. This is what the Buddha, the Buddha, uh, when Buddha was, you when know, Huda uh, already uh, hung down and then there's a pawn Home where they live. Yeah. Home where they live is it's the forest
0: and it's for the. Uh When do you visit? When do you go there?
1: To the town where the mini, ah, the mini that time. Oh, okay. The vida was formed with all the four sides. You took quite a lot of places. It is a police.
0: Ah, okay. I see. So, do you, en- do you, uh, I was gonna say enjoy, but do you, did you enjoy the trip? Yeah, it's very
1: enlightening. Mm, good. Also, many places where we would
0: Good. Okay. It's uh. Yeah.
1: But,
2: uh, wow. Oh, uh. Master Guttama is most helpful for examination of the meaning. We ask Master Guttama about the things, and the thing most helpful for examination of meaning. Memorizing the teaching is most helpful for the examination, the meaning, huh? for examining, for examining <coughs> exam the meaning. Uh, if one does <coughs> not memorize a teaching, one will not examine meaning its meaning. But because one memorized the teaching, one examines its meaning.
0: Thank you. So uh nowadays we don't necessarily memorize the teachings huh? yeah so uh but nowadays we have books. So in a way we can say that we don't need to memorize the, the teachings. Uh, but it also is it still means that you must have access to the teachings. Memorizing the teachings is a means to have access to the teachings. So if we don't memorize it, then we must access the teachings through the books frequently. Yeah, then you can examine the meaning.
1: Because when you read all this and like reading like that, uh, uh-huh. you,
0: you do not understand. You don't understand, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: Desire, desire, all these
0: things. Desire, <coughs> no, 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 no explanation. and mm. mm. So, uh, first step is to familiarize. Yeah, memorizing allows us to have access to the teaching. Uh, in the Buddha's time, there's no text, so mm-hmm. the only way for them to have access to the teaching is to memorize it. And only when they are able to memorize it, then can they examine it. That's why it's stated as the most helpful for examining the meaning. Yeah. So again, today, we don't necessarily need to memorize the, the teachings. Yeah. Uh, but the the trouble is, now we have the teachings online, we have it in books. Uh, and books are not that expensive, but... Uh, and maybe we even buy, but then after buying uh, do we we read uh? Uh, that's the challenge
1: mm. uh,
0: so that's why we have this class then when we have this class, then how many people are there? <laughs> so uh, two, four, six, okay, still okay, yeah, Buddha started giving teachings to only five percent. So, um, memorizing the teachings, yeah, that is most helpful for uh, examining the the teachings. Yeah. So number twenty nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. But
1: what Master Dutama is most helpful for memorizing the teachings. We asked Master Gotama about the thing most uh, helpful for memorizing the teaching. Hearing the Dhamma is most helpful for memorizing the teaching. Barabaja. Mm -hmm. If one does not hear the Dhamma, one will not memorize the teachings. But because one hears the Dhamma, one memorizes the teachings. That is why hearing the Dhamma is most helpful for memorizing the
0: teachings. Mm. So, over here, I'm not sure whether it's a translation uh, or something but I think there's something that I want to highlight for example in this uh, paragraph or this verse section 29 right then there's something that becomes more prominent for example if uh, if we look at this uh, hearing the Dharma is most helpful for memorizing the teachings Paravaja, if one does not hear the Dharma one will not memorize the teachings what if we add one more word one will not be able to memorize the teachings yeah. uh, it, it's just wait, wait don't, don't write down first huh? yeah I want you to think about it okay then we uh, you see how so if we put uh, one will not be able to memorize the teachings then if you continue but because one hears the Dhamma one is able to memorize the teachings that is why hearing the Dhamma is most helpful for memorizing the teachings. Yeah? Yeah. So, actually, the same applies to the previous verses. Yeah. Uh, why do I say that? Because um, hearing the Dhamma is most helpful. But it doesn't mean that you hear it, you will memorize. But if you don't hear it, you definitely cannot memorize. <laughs> uh, uh, so, the, the same goes for the other verses. So, that's why I feel that I don't know whether um, uh, the original Pali, yeah, does it have, maybe, because in in some language, uh, certain things uh, are ambiguous, yeah, the relation between the action itself, whether it's uh, like, when I add in a, will not be able to, uh, in some languages, there's no such expression. Yeah, Whether it will not be able to or will not do it, it's the same expression. Uh, so there's a chance that this is so. Yeah, And the meaning itself makes more sense if you have the able or not inserted inside. Uh, so if you look at the verse then it is, If one does not hear the Dhamma, one will not be able to memorize the teachings. But uh, because one hears the Dhamma, one is able to memorize the teachings. Yeah. Is able to doesn't mean that they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But without that, then it's as though die die will memorize. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Same. Huh? Same substance.
2: One will not, as a way is one will not here. Yes. One will not here the t
0: Yeah.
2: Then so, one here is yeah. the
0: to
2: everyone.
0: Yes, yeah. And and if you just take one of them, uh, for example the first paragraph in one o two right examination of the meaning is most helpful for accepting the teachings as a result of pondering them. Bharabaja, if one does not examine their meaning, one will not be able to accept the teachings as a result of pondering them. Yeah, to me it makes more sense la. Yeah, then but one but because one examines their meaning, one will be able to accept the teaching as a result of pondering them. Yeah. Oh. So this is something to to, to take note. Uh, uh, that this is more the intended meaning of the verses. Oh. Um, Dorin, go. But what, but,
1: but what, Master Gotama is most helpful for hearing the Dharma? We ask Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for hearing the Dharma. Giving ear is most helpful for hearing the Dharma, Bharavaja. If one does not give ear, one will not hear the Dharma. But because one gives ear, one hears the Dharma. That is why giving ear is most helpful for hearing the Dharma.
0: Thank you. So this is the same. So um, hearing and giving ear, uh, giving ear is more like um, paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, or listening to the person. Then through listening to the person, then you can get to hear the dharma. Uh,
1: but what, Master Gotama, is most helpful for giving here? <clears throat> we ask Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for giving here. Paying respect is most helpful for giving here. If one does not pay respect, one will not give you. But because one pays respect, one gives here. That's
0: why paying respect is most helpful for giving here. Thank you. Yeah. So here, uh, to to listen to to pay attention, yeah, to give here uh, respect. Yeah, paying respect is most helpful for giving here. Yeah. So um, one one thing here, paying respect could mean. Uh, physically, like what you all did, pay respect. Uh, another one is to have respect for. Yeah. It means if you, not, not simply about whether you physically bow down, but do you have respect for the, for the, uh, Dharma and the Dharma sticker? If you have respect, then you would pay attention. You would go and listen. You would give ear. And then, if you give here, then you can get to hear the Dharma. Yeah. So, this paying respect is not simply about bowing down, uh, uh, but it's actually about having respect for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why uh, <laughs> sometimes the book uh, really stick to us, you know. <laughs> I think this answers your question. <laughs> Why Sufu <laughs> insists on certain things that If a person have uh, has have shown disrespect in certain ways already Then the person is not learning Yeah. Last time uh, when I was newly ordained We went through the rules There's a whole series of rules under one section Of our 200 over rules Called Sekya rules That means training rules and inside there's a whole, a few of them that says, uh, uh, so I, I'm I'm not supposed to read to to you the full verse, So I give you the the gist of it, which is that if a person, for example, mm, hold a weapon, hold a shoe, hold uh, wear a hat. Uh, the person is uh, like you are standing and he's sitting and so on whole list of different uh, conditions then you should not give them teachings yeah and then exception is if the person is sick a sick person you ask that person to stand up <laughs> cannot yeah so the basis for that whole series is that if a person displays disrespect you shouldn't be teaching yeah there's no point so last time when I heard this, I was like, so hmm, interesting. Uh, something like that. why, 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 why is there so so much preoccupation with this? Yeah. So um, from this sutra, we can see uh, the more is is part of a whole sequence, you know. Yeah, part of the whole sequence. Yeah, and this is not the end yet, uh, or the start yet. Yeah, this is not the start yet. Mm. Mm. So the uh, ring. Thirty-two.
1: But uh, what Master Gotama is most helpful for paying respect? We ask Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for paying respect. This thing is most helpful for paying respect, Barabaja. If one does not visit a teacher, one will not pay respect to him. But because one visits a teacher, one pays respect to him.
0: That is why this thing is most helpful for paying respect. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So this this one connected to the previous one, uh then it 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 seems to indicate that the paying respect is physically when to pay respect. Yeah. Uh but to visit if you don't visit you cannot pay respect. And if you don't pay respect, you cannot have that feeling of respect also. Yeah. And again, <laughs> That's why I'm like, stop <laughs> like uh, supposed to have a have a class then don't 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 enter <laughs> That's the reason why I will entertain anyone who asks questions, and I even say if even if you don't accept it, you don't believe it, it's okay. Uh, but the moment if a person displays some of those that prevents learning, then I say, "No, you must change that, yeah, if a person don't understand, I cannot say you you must change that, you must understand, no cannot it, it takes time. If a person has doubt, cannot accept it, you cannot force a person to say, "You must change that, yeah, but there are certain things that if you don't then one that is the very starting part, certain parts like having that respect. Having uh, and then light landing here, you don't do that. You are stopping yourself right at the gate. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Uh, uh, but
1: what master Bhagama is most no asking for visiting? We ask master Bhagama about the thing most appropriate for visiting. Faith is most appropriate for visiting. But, uh, if faith is the teacher, the sun arises, one are not receive it. But because faith is a teacher arises, when will receive it. That's why faith is most helpful for faith-saving.
0: Thank you. Mm. Yeah. So, the Buddha answered all questions. Uh.
1: Mm. <laughs> it should, should
0: write a, a, link. Yeah, a link. Yeah, that's That's why... Uh, I mean, I don't mean that, well, you skip one class, then mm, no faith. <laughs> I mean, at, our class is weekly. So in modern context in Singapore, that's actually fairly demanding on a weekly basis. And it's not as though, okay, four, four days in a row. Okay. But this is like, how long we have <laughs> you
1: know?
0: Yeah, So long-term commitment. So once in a while, here and there, we'll okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, quite common la. sometimes once in a while bump into some devotees or they happen to go to the temple then they say Ah,师父. ah, sifu yeah, so sorry haven't been coming for class wow, very busy then my mum like right <laughs> yeah, just met Sarah we just don't she
1: wants to
2: come back she wants me to
0: back for the oh yeah, uh. yeah. You know last time uh who is that ah, uh? that was okay I don't say the name uh, but uh there was a student uh stay in Woodlands.
2: <laughs> and then,
0: you know that when that student was uh was still studying, uh sometimes three times, four times a week, you know. From NTU after class, go to Buddhist library, sing no. Really if you look at the notes day by day the whole week, then she go back, she'll share with her mother. Then after that, start intern, have to go to work, then after work still cut down lah, but still do that. So that was in the Buddhist library lah. <laughs> so Buddhist library from Kong uh, Sana. no, from Wulens, super fun, no? Make, put in the effort. don't the moment it comes in, eh? But right, mirror should be easier, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the number of, the, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why? Uh, many other factors. Yeah. Got a lot of other components. Yeah. So I think, when we get open,
2: come back. How do you know it's she? <laughs> <laughs>
1: she
0: said she, she, she. Oh, I
2: said she. <laughs> huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because so I think that uh, okay. in the person's life during that time, yeah. Yeah. Even stages and changes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they, they undergo a lot of changes. Yes. Right? So
0: yes. They, they come back after some time. Yes, like, yes. A, a, a yeah. But, okay, la. Uh, one thing I. I. Like, the. 善才同志, 五十三三, 善才同志, 五十三三, uh, uh, I cannot explain too much detail that one, that one没了, Before... <laughs> but I, to be honest, I never read, read through the whole big sutra also But one thing came to my mind as I read through just the, the 53 Each of the teachers
1: yeah.
0: Each of the teachers uh, Don't hold on to him after, The first teacher After teaching what he can teach He asks The teacher asks him to go to the next teacher yeah. If any of the teachers Like mm, Okay you stay here You learn from me Having taught everything No 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 You stay here Go, and go to the kitchen and cook Daniel. <laughs> Become San Taifongsuan. Yeah. So sometimes Actually, they such teachers. Uh so that's the difference between enlightenment and not enlightened one.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: then you have to have the wisdom. You have to have the wisdom. Uh I was very fortunate to learn from my late ordination teacher. His attitude is always uh our monastery gate is always open. You're welcome to come, you're welcome to go. Mm. Yeah. He don't have the he explicitly highlight. He don't have the mindset, oh you come here to learn, you cannot go anywhere else. You see? But he hoped that if you leave the place, it is to go somewhere else to learn Dharma. Don't go somewhere else and then start to do other things. Uh,
1: that's, That's the key thing. When, we, when I started the Buddhism
0: course, uh, I think we got, 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 got a lot of students no? yeah. but, with, but the
1: final uh, mm. graduation, uh, only I and Brother
0: Chin. Chin. Only two of you. Brother Chin now in
1: this
0: uh, what temple? Uh? I'm glad we arrived. Yeah. Eh? He's uh, more into in Paris. Like. Yeah, Theravadan yeah. Yeah,
1: Buddhism. Because he didn't take the Mahayana, the... Ah.
0: it's okay, right? No. Mm-hmm. The important thing is to continue to learn the karma.
1: Yeah, I mean the 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 mante uh, racing. No? Ah. see for a lot of bones to uh, example, ah. the sample to contribute uh, need, uh. mm. Good. But huh? But there's someone uh, they, they just to make Oh. Yeah.
0: So just uh, now you read verse three, three, thirty-three, three. right? Quite, quite, you read already, already. You read already, already, right? Yeah. yeah. So faith is most helpful for visiting. So verse thirty-four, we ask Master Gotama about the preservation of truth, and Master Gotama answered about the preservation of truth. We approve of and accept that answer, and so we are satisfied. We ask Master Gotama about the discovery of Truth, and Master Gotama answered about the discovery of Truth. We approve of and accept that answer, & so we are satisfied. We ask Master Gotama about the final arrival at at Truth, & Master Gotama answered about the final arrival at Truth, we approve of and accept that answer, and so we are satisfied. We asked Master Gotama about the thing most helpful for the final arrival at truth, and Master Gotama answered about the thing most helpful for the final arrival at truth. We approve of and accept that answer, and so we are satisfied. Whatever we ask Master Gotama about. That he has answered us. We approve of and accept that answer, and so we are satisfied. Formerly, Master Gotama, we used to think ah, this is the interesting part. Who are these bald-headed ascetics? <laughs> these dark me new offspring of the Lord's feet, that they would understand the Dharma. But Master Gotama has ins- indeed inspired in me love for ascetics, confidence in ascetics. Reverence for aesthetics. Magnificent, Master Gotama. Magnificent, Master Gotama. Yeah. So this is the same as text three two. Yeah. So three two. Let's look for it. Huh? Three two. Yeah. So. So page ninety one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Page the, 1, the last paragraph uh, before the visible origin. Yeah? Instead of Magnificent Venerable Sir is Mas- Venerable, Magnificent Master Gotama, Magnificent Master Gautama. The Blessed One has made the Dharma clear in many ways, as though he were turning upright what had been overthrown, revealing what was hidden, showing the way to one who was lost, or holding up a lamp. In the darkness, so those with good eyesight can see forms, yeah, quite we are at page ninety one yeah. Yeah. yeah, because of the abridging, yeah, the paragraph before the visible origin, yeah so
1: yeah,
0: yeah. we now go for refuge to the blessed one to the Dhamma and to the Sangha of monks. Let the Blessed One accept us as lay followers who have gone for refuge from today until life's end. Yeah. So uh, I mean, have mentioned before about the triple gem. So you notice here, we go for refuge to the Blessed One, to the Dhamma and to the Sangha of monks. Yeah. In recent times, some Buddhist community uh, suggests that Sangha refers to lay men and women. But in the in the Sutra, it is always to the Blessed One, the Buddha, the, to the Dhamma, and to the Sangha of monks. Yeah. means yeah.
1: those monks?
0: Yeah, that means the... the uh, well, here it says Sangha of monks, uh, never indicate enlightened or not. Uh. Yeah, But it's basically the whole assembly of monks. And later on, including nuns. Yeah. So uh, it does not.
1: Follow the, the
0: Buddha? It, uh, not just those who follow the Buddha, but the sangha. That means uh, monastics. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. So the recent, uh, in recent times, the uh, some Buddhist community suggests that sangha includes lay and monastic. Uh, that is not. It is in the context. Is always just the uh, monastics. Oh. So this is from Majima Nikayan ninety five Changki Sutta. So this uh, Changki Sutta is named after the the person, the key character here. Yeah. Uh, Changki. Yeah. Which uh, actually the start lah, The person who is right at the start. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. so although the key person talking to the Buddha is uh, Kapatika but the key person right at the start is chunky oh. you'll find that many suttas are named after the the name of the uh, person who, who start off yeah, or uh, the, the conversation itself sometimes it's the topic sometimes it's the name of the uh, analogy or simile Oh, so this word. Yes.
1: So the lay follower itself here is the
0: Uh no. This this person who who say remember me as a late follower, uh-huh. this one is actually kapatika. Yeah. Kapatika. The Buddha referred to them as Barabaja, yeah, because they are all under this this group called but the Barabaja. That means his personal name is Kapatika, then the others the other Brahmin is chanki Yeah. And so from this para twenty thirty-five, right? Uh sometimes I explain in class about how uh refuge taking is very simple in the Buddha's time. Uh, this is how simple it is. Yeah. All the person has to do is tell the Buddha, uh, we now go to uh, go for refuge to the Blessed One, to the Dharma and to the Sangha of monks. Let the Blessed One accept us as lay followers who have gone for refuge from today until life's end. Yeah. You say that the Buddha remains silent, that means he agreed. Has Buddha ever disagreed? Has Buddha ever disagreed? For for ascetics from another school, uh, the Buddha would sometimes reply saying, uh, in our practice, in our uh, in the those who are from another school will have to undergo three months probation. Yeah, he will tell the person. If usually for lay lay person, uh, the Buddha will just accept. Uh, there was there were a few cases where the buddha refused initially yeah and the buddha's refusal was because that person is a well known public figure and so the buddha said it is not befitting for you as a public person to simply uh, make such a, a switch um, based on one conversation yeah so the buddha is not interested to like wow then you quickly become his disciple. Oh, oh, score point. Oh, come, come. You see, he is now my disciple. The Buddha is not interested in that. Yeah. Then when the person re- repeat the request second time, the Buddha again rejected. Only on the third time. Then the Buddha agreed. But the Buddha put in a condition saying that um, the condition is he must continue to support his previous teacher. This is very interesting. Instead of saying, ah, go, go, come, come, come. Yeah, throw away everything you, last time you prayed to, all throw away. Yeah, that one devil or what? No, he don't say that. He said, you should continue to serve and support your previous teacher. Why? Because he has taught you many things also really grateful person, even though the other teachers whatever they teach cannot be compared to what the Buddha teach so the the attitude is so different you know yeah so different no? so that concludes uh, the chapter three yeah which is approaching the Dharma how
1: you
0: uh, Page 91. So at page 91, um, you look at the paragraph before, yeah. So we now go for refuge to the Blessed One, to the Dhamma and to the Sangha of monks. Let the Blessed One accept us as lay followers who have gone for refuge from today until life's end. Mm. 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 So can I comment this
2: way, I Uh do sales, I read this, this is a perfect customer satisfaction system. Like you go talk to a customer, uh. did I help you on this? Uh yeah, the other is my answer correct? that, uh. Uh, are you satisfied? Yes. And the customer uh. compliment you. Oh
0: uh, yeah. This is
2: perfect customer which started 2,500 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> which we cannot do, we try to strive to do this, yeah. But sales super cannot perfectly do this. Mm. So he, he already did what we try to do now, still strike. Yeah. And then the best is, as the same, you get a compliment from the customer. But this compliment is like, oh, uh, you are magnificent. So yeah. the teacher is actually. Even like a fusion teacher, mm-hmm. a fusion teacher, oh, mm-hmm. you give me the A level, B6, I understand the it. Yes. Uh, then I compliment the teacher. Yes. Perfect. This is the perfect. Yes. Like, system. <laughs> yes.
0: That's not like
1: the one Christian that yeah, I nah, really uh-huh. uh for me to give up Buddhism. I already studied so many years now? Uh-huh. Already uh Buddhist
0: already.
1: She's probably when you get away, she will come and take away all my uh-huh. I said I said I said I said hey, you no, know, I cannot know. Uh. Oh. <laughs> I studied so many years already. then you skin the brattuch and then she uh-huh. suddenly become a no.
0: Uh, no, she never called me. Because really, I think
1: she, she gave up already. Uh. Uh,
0: she
1: gave up for me. You know? <laughs> and then call me, boy, go to the church eh, there. Uh, uh. She tried to convert me. She said, you know, Buddhism, mm. uh, 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 you know, we always convert. Because Buddhism, we pray to her. We yeah, have
0: all these gods. Uh, uh-huh, these gods. Beings. Buddha, Buddha, not gods. Uh, yeah,
1: Buddha. <laughs> la, they, <laughs> you know, except, and, and then, Asking me to, hey, what is that time and then
0: say, ah, um, not take Not easier. How to have peace? How to have Interfaith peace and harmony. If if individual religions are continually, we don't say which particular one, but if each if there is one or more religion among all the different religion that is actively trying to reduce, replace and remove other religion, then how can that be peace? We can say all we want, you know. Oh, we are we love each other, we care for each other. But if the actions itself is actually, on one hand, saying, oh, we respect each other, but on the other hand, try to reduce, remove, and replace. Actively, uh, that means existing individuals who already have a faith, clearly profess to a faith, and then we still actively... Uh, so-called when oh, oh, but we are just sharing what's your intent to share? <laughs> what's your intent to share? you mean in this day and age you still need, in, and especially in Singapore this is not some Ulu village where people really never hear of this or that religion so the intent is always very clear you want to reduce remove and replace other religion yeah. but, but it, it
1: was also because of such a reason I was being put off. Yeah. Are so persisting
2: that I uh, really close up the door. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me again. Yeah. Yeah, my, my Buddha
1: again, yeah. photo is there. See, my Buddha photo there there. Those uh, you don't know, I mean, they come in. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Oh, my Buddha there, you know. They yeah. come in there, you know. Ah. Then huh. she keep on, you know.
0: So is, is she of your friend or just a stranger who... No, it's a
1: stranger. It's like
0: a senior.
1: Ah. But
2: I, I, I say, I find that if you accept these people a little bit like uh, perspective, they're not so persistent.
1: Uh-huh. Don't, don't reject them too my, much. My girlfriend was really oh, persistent in Hong Kong. I think to, yeah. go to, they're, they're to avoid this from call. Because
2: <laughs> asking me to baptize and they take away oh, all my... They, help they help. are new, oh, I, <laughs> I, I join, sometimes they call me I join. I do a times, I respect them. I okay, And sometimes then they know that they don't call me. Yes. So sometimes they call me, I go, but yes, sometimes it's the part of only
1: Christians they will approach, they will
2: put uh, their artwork of this or bargain. or new one, one? Not, not the <laughs>
0: Buddhist. <rabbis>, uh. <laughs> Wear them off. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So that wraps up approaching the Dharma, and mm-hmm. here we go to chapter 4 the happiness visible in this present life. Yeah. Uh this is this is still um, uh, this is about how the Dhamma is not something that uh you achieve only when you die, but you can actually uh achieve it while you're alive. Not when you are old, not in your future life, but here and now. Yeah. So let's look at the introduction. Is it the case, as some scholars hold, that the Buddha's original message was exclusively one of world-transcending liberation, with little relevance for people stuck in the routines of worldly life? Did the ancient Buddhists believe that it was only in the monastery that the real practice of the Dharma began and that only those who left the world were considered proper receptacles of the teaching. Did the Buddha's teachings for the laity have no more than a token significance? Were they mainly injunctions to acquire merit by offering material support to the monastic order and its members so that they could become monks and nuns, preferably monks, in future lives and then get down to the real practice. Yeah. So, in this short paragraph, uh, <laughs> Venerable Bhikkhu Bodhi, in my opinion, has highlighted quite a few innuendo within uh, modern-day Buddhism. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, is Buddhism uh, relevant to our the our daily life? Yeah. Uh, can can people practice and cultivate only when they are in the monastery? Yeah. So what is the role of the lay person? Yeah. And the second half of the paragraph, you notice here, were they mainly injunctions to acquire merit by offering material support to the monastic order and its members? Yeah. So what is the role of the lay person? Is it just there to... To acquire merit by offering material support, yeah. And in fact, the fact that there's such a question, uh-huh, you can be sure that the sutras that is highlighted will point to otherwise. Yeah. that both uh, that the lay person's role is not simply to just do that. Yeah, um, there are several sutras where the lay person actually cultivate to a high level. And ask the the disciples, the chief disciples, some questions which are quite astounding. In one of them, the venerable actually replied saying something like, "For you to ask that question, yeah, that means you must have already, yeah." Standard. Ah, so that for them, it's not that. Oh, they go and attend dharma class, got a diploma course, then got a bachelor, then, wow, come and ask the chief question. Is that they cultivate to that level. So they are able to ask questions pertaining to the practice. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: there
1: are
0: some I come across. They are highly cultivated. Oh, those people yeah, in the sutra? I mean, he, he, he oh, oh, not there. Okay. I thought you encountered the people in the sutra. The You
1: encountered he said very good,
0: very right? <laughs> Hard to say, oh, how, how I know.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: see And uh, steady, yeah. Uh. Okay, Andrew. Uh, so
2: at certain periods, in almost all traditions, would Buddhists have lent support to the assumptions that underlie these questions. They have spur concern Spent. Spurred concern with the present life and dismiss the world as a valley of tears, a tears, deceptive illusion, convinced that the sign of spiritual maturity is an exclusive focus on
0: emancipation
2: eman- eman- emancipation from the realm of birth and death monks have sometimes displayed little interest in showing those still stuck in the world how to use the wisdom of the dharma to deal with the problems of ordinary life. Householders in turn have seen seen little hope of spiritual progress in their own chosen mode of life and have thus resigned themselves merely gaining merit by offering material support to the monks.
0: Thank you. So uh, here is a bit more explicit, at certain periods in almost all traditions, yeah, uh, Buddhists have lent support to the assumptions that underline these questions. Yeah, so the question about, again, is, is still on the, what is the role of a lay person? Yeah, what is the rule? Yeah. Uh is it that uh that being in this world is uh, described here a uh, valley of tears, a deceptive illusion and so on. Uh the Buddha did describe certain aspects in this way, yeah. But uh if you all recall, oh maybe you all didn't attend the Heart Sutra. But repeatedly I highlight the first noble truth, yeah, it's not the Life is suffering. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I know that there are a lot of books that write that, and a lot of speakers also say that, but it doesn't make it true. Yeah. The Buddha didn't say that. The Buddha highlighted the first noble truth of suffering, in which he described the nature of suffering. Yeah. yeah. So um the Buddha also described in the suttas how there is pleasure in this world. Yeah that is. Uh, but the, the trouble is this kind of pleasure, this kind of happiness is transient. Yeah. Not not permanent, not long-term, not so dependable. So if you live your life seeking that kind of happiness, uh, it will bring about only temporary respite from your longing. Yeah. When you achieve it, okay, you have a bit of respite. Before you achieve it, you have that thirst. But after getting some respite, you're back to square one. You become even more, you become hungrier. It's insatiable. So, uh, Louis.
1: While the Dikaiyas reveal the crown of their Buddha's teaching to lie in the path to final release from suffering, it would be a mistake to reduce the teachings, so diverse in the original sources, to their trans, transcendence uh, pinnacle. We must again recall the statement that the Buddha arrives for the welfare of the multitude, for the happiness of the multitude. Out of compassion for the world, for the good welfare and happiness of the uh, devas and The function of the Buddha is to discover, realize and proclaim the Dharma in its full range and depth. And this involves the comprehensive understanding of the various re- uh, applications of the Dharma in all its multiple dimensions. A Buddha not only penetrates to the unconditioned states of perfect List that lies beyond samsara, outside the pale pale of birth, ageing and death. He not only proclaims the path of full enlightenment and final liberation, but he also uh, illuminates the many ways of Dharma applies to the complex conditions of human life. For
0: people still immersed in the world. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, the Nikaya itself um, offers uh, the a, a glimpse of what, or rather, not a glimpse, but from the Nikayas itself, we can see that the Buddha taught many, many different things. Yeah. Of course, here it says to there transcendent, transcendent pinnacle. Yeah? That means the peak. Yeah? So you, you practice all the different things. Uh, it all build up to one point. Yeah? The highest point of the Buddha's teaching, the end goal, the highest point is enlightenment, nibbana yeah? or Nirvana. Yeah? So while well, that is the final, final goal, but there are a lot of other things that the Buddha taught that is also applicable to our life yeah uh, I've mentioned in class before about other suttas such as Sigolabada sutta, where the Buddha described uh, how a person can live their life uh, with respect to the six different relations, um, and then the kind of so-called good friends, the, the good friends to cultivate and the bad friends to avoid, yeah and so on and so forth. He also advised people on how to manage their wealth. So, um, all this actually can be found in the Nikayas. So, um, not just to attain to the unconditioned state of perfect bliss, but there are different ways where we can make our life better in this present moment, in this life. Uh, Dorin
1: Wow then, the Kahyas reveal the crown of no. the Buddha's teachings. Oh uh, no, the next
0: next page. Next page. Oh, oh you currently would thing off. That's why Sorry. it's so so good to ask you all to read. Sometimes when I notice some people are not Paying attention, I say stop. Okay, next person. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Okay, page 108, second paragraph.
1: The Dharma in its broadest sense is the immanent, invariable order of the universe in which truth, lawful regularity and virtue are inextricably merged This cosmic dharma is reflected in the human mind as the aspiration for truth, spiritual beauty, and goodness. It is expressed in human conduct as wholesome bodily, verbal, and mental action. The dharma has institutional embodiments as well as expressions in the lives of individuals who look upon it as the source of guidance. In the proper conduct of life. These embodiments are both secular and spiritual. Buddhist tradition sees the responsibility for upholding the Dharma in the secular domain as falling to the legendary wheel turning monarch, Raja
0: Chakravati.
1: The wheel turning monarch is the malevolent mano- ruler who governs his kingdom in accordance with the highest ethical norms Dhammiko Dhamma Raja and thereby peacefully unites the world under a wing of universal justice and
0: prosperity. Okay, thank you. So, uh, so here you talk about the Dhamma. There's a word, immanent. Yeah, immanent. So that word, I just checked, it is, uh, it means inherent. Yeah. Yeah, it means existing or uh, operating within, inherent. Yeah. So, it, here is, is like, is the, is the, uh, is the underlying principle. Yeah, that is always there. Yeah, that is, uh, The order of the universe. Mm
2: -hmm. Is Buddhism or Buddha always have a relationship Mm -hmm. with universe concept? Do you always talk about universe
0: cosmic Uh, meaning? what do you I mean by do we always talk about the universe? i
2: heard some people saying that if you are learning about Buddhism uh-huh. you are learning about your relationship with the universe
0: the relationship with uh-huh. the universe
2: let me see if you could go on then suffering but if you really go, is it true i I heard this but i don't know
0: is it true uh-huh. i don't know what is the I don't know the context in which that person make the statement. Very broad statement. Yeah. Statement.
2: So you study higher level. Your you at the
1: university.
0: Uh, so depend on. Uh, I don't I don't know why is the context that he makes such a statement. Uh, I think
1: the one who said it is our
0: uh, yeah. uh, Hold your horses first. <laughs> so, for example. When the Buddha makes the statement, uh Sabha Sankra Anichati, yeah, that all conditioned phenomena are impermanent. So the that encompasses the universe. Right? Uh, when we say to see how things are, it is to see the ultimate reality of what? Of this universe. Yeah. So if that person means it this way, then he'll be correct to say that. Uh, whenever we talk about the Buddha and the teachings, it's always in relation to the universe. But, we don't know whether that person means that. Huh? If, if, yeah, if it is uh, some of the uh, new age idea where, oh, learning to relate to the universe, uh, uh, whatever you put into the universe, the universe will return you back. back yeah? There's this uh a lot of groups use terms like the universe, the higher consciousness, the, the, and so on and so forth. So a lot depends on how they use the term.
2: The content was given to a very old person, almost died. Uh-huh. So he's think that if you really, uh, it's time for you to explore. Explore. This, this could be the impact of you and the universe.
0: So they're thinking about it there and maybe after that. Okay. So, so uh, I mean, uh, again, unless the person gave some context, uh, otherwise mm-hmm. we are just speculating. Yeah. But as I said, uh, when in all Buddhist tradition, there's this uh, phrase about seeing things as they are. So seeing what things? the universe? Mm. Uh, oh. Only in that sense then it would be safe to say that yes, we learn to see the universe, relate to the universe as they are, uh, as they are. Oh. Yeah. So um, so here there's a few terms uh, the Raja Chakawati, the wheel turning monarch this is a literal translation, yeah. So in the Buddhist tradition, and I believe in the Indian tradition, so there's this concept of a wheel turning monarch, yeah. So in Chinese, we also literally translate it, 转轮圣王, yeah, 转轮胜王, the wheel turning monarch. And so, um, this is uh, this is a a term referring to a, a king. Or ruler who is uh, very just and he used the dharma to rule his country. Yeah. So um, maybe we continue with the text. Yeah, Uh, Olan.
1: As the text for one subsection one shows, within the spiritual domains, the, the Buddha is the counterpart of the view turning monarch. Like the later the Buddha, the Buddha relies on the dharma and reverence the dharma, but whereas the view turning monarch rely upon the dharma is principle of righteousness to rule his kingdom. The Buddha relies upon the Dharma as ethical and spiritual bond to teach and transform human beings and guide them towards proper conduct of body, speech and mind. Neither the will turning knowledge nor the Buddha creates the Dharma they uphold, yet neither can perform their respective functions without it.
0: For the Dharma
1: is the objective in personal Gave a existing principle of order that served as the source and standard for their respective policy and formulations.
0: Mm, thank you. Yeah. So here, the comparison between a wheel turning monarch and a Buddha is being highlighted. So um, what is not apparent here is the wheel turning monarch uh, looks like a Buddha. A wheel turning monarch has all the features of a Buddha. And it physically looks similar. Yeah. Uh, all the, the yellow loop and so on and so forth. All this uh, the wheel turning monarch will have yeah. Uh, according to my teacher, the while well, they both have the feature, but will, the wheel turning monarch's feature will not be as refined as the Buddha. Yeah. Or will not be as refined. So uh but here the the highlight there are a few points here. The similarity is that the Buddha also relies on the Dharma and reveals the Dharma uh, like the latter. So here the word is latter, not later. Huh? Because let former and latter yeah. means meaning the 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 front part or the later part. Huh? So uh, the difference is, the will-turning monarch, uh, as far as the Dharma is concerned, he used it as a principle of righteousness to rule his kingdom. Yeah, But for the Buddha, uh, he relied on the Dharma as ethical and spiritual norm to teach and transform human beings and guide them towards proper conduct of body, speech and mind. Yeah? so. Uh, when we say the Buddha liberates sentient beings, is really to do that, yeah, to teach and transform uh, human beings. And very interestingly, think about it, uh, this is written by the Bhikkhu Bodhi in just the last past few years, but the Chinese have a phrase, jiao uh, yeah, hua, which is basically teach and transform, jiao yeah? hua or Tu Hua, yeah. So Hua is also used, Tu Hua is also used. Mm. So the difference between the monarch and Buddha? So for the for the uh, monarch right, yeah. he doesn't lead them towards enlightenment. He just teach them to be good citizens. Yeah. To to obey the Dharma but don't don't commit crime and so on. Yeah. Uh, also quite good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> ah. Yeah, but doesn't <laughs> lead yes, them towards a yes, a king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wants to rule, ma, so, mm-hmm. But he rule with with uh, the dharma. Yeah. So it um, doesn't lead them to
1: liberation.
0: Yeah, doesn't lead them to liberation. Because for him is he used the dharma as principle of righteousness to rule his kingdom. uh. Do you all want to know the meaning of promulgation? Mm. So, to make known by open declaration, publish, proclaim formally, or put into operation a law decree. Of a court hmm. yeah. Yeah. so I've mentioned before about how the word "dharma um, it, ex- it actually has three meanings. The first one is uh, all phenomena, yeah describing that means is referring to all things in this world. The second one is referring to the the principle and structure that defines all things. Yeah, principles and structures in this world. Then the third one is referring to a specific set of principles and structures from which good wholesomeness arises from. Yeah, And that is called the Buddha Dhamma. Yeah? The Buddha teaches all the, uh, the teachings that can give rise to good goodness and wholesomeness. Yeah? That's why the Buddha's teaching is also called Dhamma. Dhamma. Oh. Uh, I think we can uh, go on a bit more. Okay.
1: Uh, the pain and
0: the Okay. Last uh, graph. Doing. Uh,
1: okay. As the king of the Dharma, the Buddha takes up the task of promoting the true good, welfare and happiness of the world. He goes so by teaching the people of the world how to live in accordance with the dharma and behave in such a way that they can attain realisation of the same liberating dharma that he realised through this enlightenment. The Pali commentaries demonstrate the broad scope of the dharma by distinguishing three types of benefits that the Buddha's teaching is intended to promote. Greater Hierarch- hierarchically, hierarchically, according to their relative merits, welfare and happiness that are only in this present life. Dikta dharma <coughs> attained by fulfilling one's moral 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 commitments and social responsibility. Welfare and happiness pertaining to the next life. Samparivara.
2: Yeah.
1: Attain by engaging in meritorious deeds, the ultimate good or extreme goal, para mata the supreme. or supreme goal, para mata nirvana, final release from the cycle of rebirth, attained by developing the noble eightfold path.
0: Thank you. So. Uh this is according to the Pali commentaries. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite a logical uh grouping, yeah, where you have they are all welfare and happiness, but the first two is pertaining to uh welfare and happiness while you are still in samsara. Yeah. And then while you are still in samsara can be split into this life and future life. Okay? So but if you are still in samsara, it's still not complete. So, the, the final one is out of samsara. The ultimate good or supreme goal, paramata. Welfare and happiness directly visible in this present life. Ditta dhammas, dita sukha. So, the word sukha, you know, science, uh, in Singapore, we say sukabo. Yeah. Actually, the word sukha, I think it's Malay yeah. Yeah. So that that this Malay word actually has its roots from Sanskrit. Yeah, and it has uh it's used in the same way. Yeah, delightful sutta. So uh, attained by fulfilling one's moral commitments and social responsibilities. Yeah. This will be highlighted through the uh what is that the Sigalo Vada Sutta. Oh. Then number two, welfare and happiness pertaining to the next life sampara, sampara ika hita suka yeah, so uh, attain by engaging in militarist deeds yeah, this is whatever you do that leads to the next rebirth or you know, the future rebirth yeah, then the final one is Nibbana yeah. so uh, Quack You yeah, are making a resistant practice early position because of
1: this last aspect as is- Specifically representing the Buddha's original teaching. Rather, this presentation should be considered to all three aspects. Therefore, in this chapter, those people, you will be exploring text from the entire work to illustrate each of these, these uh, three facets of the Dharma.
0: Thank you. Mm. So, uh, this in this book, we will not be looking at just one of them, yeah. But we'll be looking at all the different angles. Yeah. Uh, at this point, there's this other uh, commentary called the Way to the Buddha. Uh, what is that? Uh? Way to Buddhahood. Yeah, Dao by Sun so he he uh, he categorized the teachings in terms of the different vehicles. Yeah. Uh, uh Of course before that is San Kui Kui uh, San Pao. Then W uh, uh, then Yeah so Wu would be including the the human rebirth, uh heavenly rebirth. Yeah. Then after that you have the San Chen Fa, which is to strive towards enlightenment, then Dachen Hu Kong Fa, actually in a way goes beyond this, because Dachen Hu Fa then covers the teachings that goes beyond just enlightenment uh, as an arhat, but towards even Buddhahood. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll stop here. It's nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, next week when we come back, we'll. Continue from here. I think the neighbor is telling us to stop also. Yeah. Do you know the neighbor is telling us to stop? Yeah. Uh, we do dedication there, I tell you. 願的自費證明了。